Welcome to the Into the Wild podcast, where we will be interviewing outdoor junkies like ourselves about their experiences in nature. We hope to use this platform to continue learning and growing as both individuals and as an organization. We hope that you will accompany us on this journey of understanding the thrill others seek in the outdoors, the incredible memories and learning opportunities that can come from suffering experiences, and how the conversations we have can begin to make the outdoors a more just and equitable space for all people. This episode, we will be talking with soon-to-be graduating Into the Wild Leader seniors here at Santa Clara University. Into the Wild Leaders, Lauren and myself, Jules, are so excited to welcome them into the KSU office today to reminisce on their time with Into the Wild, learn how these moments have impacted their experience at SCU, and what the future holds for them. Yeah, so to start us off, we'd love to hear when you joined Into the Wild and how you heard about Into the Wild. Hi, my name is Nick Keenan, and I joined Into the Wild my freshman year winter quarter. So it was pretty much like the first opportunity I could apply to be a leader. Um, applied and got accepted to be on the leadership and training program. I first heard about Into the Wild probably from my dad the summer before coming here. Um, and I did one of our first year adventure trips that we offer to incoming first years. Um, I'm Saunders and I joined Into the Wild when I was a sophomore in the winter quarter, but I also applied the first opportunity I could in the winter quarter of my freshman year along with Nick, um, but I did not get on the team at first, which was a little bit discouraging, but after a year of growth and development, I learned about the team and went on more trips and then joined the team, which I think was so good for myself. Um, I knew I wanted to be an Into the Wild leader before even going to Santa Clara University. It was like the number one thing why I chose to go here. Um, being like from Colorado, I wanted a very like outdoorsy experience in college. So yeah. My name is Kate. Um, I joined Into the Wild my freshman year in the spring quarter after going on a spring break trip with Into the Wild to the Channel Islands. It was an incredible experience and I met a lot of people who seemed to think very similar to similarly to myself and I wanted to just be around them more so I kind of just took a leap of faith and applied. And I'm really thankful that I did because I think that it was the best decision that I made at Santa Clara. But it's funny now reflecting because we used to call Nick the alpha freshman because he was on the team before any of <laughs> any of the other seniors now. Um, but we don't really refer to that as that anymore, <laughs> I guess. Okay, so how has Into the Wild influenced your personal experience at Santa Clara University? And then how is that like changed over time from when you first joined as a freshman and sophomore to now as a senior? Yeah, so it was funny, Saunders and I were just kind of talking about this on our walk over and I think we all have a lot of similar experiences with joining Into the Wild in that we were all kind of still just like lost in our purpose at Santa Clara, kind of needing to find, and this at least for me, needing to find a group of people that I could invest myself in rather than just kind of like these friends here and there that I had already made. Um, so for me, it was really just that I found a community of people that I could kind of put myself into rather like as opposed, not as opposed to school, but um, as another thing to school. Um, and Into the Wild also motivated me to kind of do well in school because I knew I had to kind of keep up in school and get good grades to be able to stay in Into the Wild. And I think it is funny because I do genuinely think without Into the Wild, 
I probably wouldn't have stayed at Santa Clara just because I think up until that, I didn't really have or feel like I belonged or had a place here. So that is pretty big. And I think I'm very grateful for that because what has come out of that has been an amazing group of people that I will be friends with forever. Um, yeah, same with me. I couldn't really find my footing at Santa Clara much. Um, I had some friends, but they weren't like, you know, long-term friends in my opinion. Um, so going on more trips, I've made more connections and, um, you're asking like how it's changed from freshman to senior year, freshman year. I was just like a little participant learning a lot about the club, but I was extremely like naive about how the whole process worked. And then sophomore year I joined, unfortunately COVID hit. So I didn't get to have like a whole like year and a quarter of leading. But now that I'm a senior, like literally yesterday, I just had my last ever into the wild trip. So sad, but I was just doing all the pre or post trip stuff that we have to do. Um, and I was just like taking it really slowly and kind of just enjoying the moment that usually people don't really enjoy. People usually kind of dread doing those things. Um, but I just enjoyed it so much because I realized I had this like insane privilege to mm -hmm. lead these trips and do these incredible things. So what is your favorite memory of Into the Wild at SEO? I can go for that one. Um, Kate, I bet you remember this. I always tell people my favorite trip was our Joshua Tree trip, our sophomore year. Um, it was my leader in training, like shadow trip basically. And for some reason we had five leaders on it, including Kate, Will, Nikki, and then me and another leader in training named Wilson, Will Olson. Um, and I just really enjoyed it cause I was so young and naive and I was just having so much fun. Like Kate, you had a broken arm and like nothing really went wrong but it was just so fun just shadowing and watching you guys like do this whole process and transitioning from participant to leader was really jarring because I was like oh I can like I need to like step up and tell people what to do or like you know help like cook dinner and all that um so that was a really great experience for me also Joshua Tree is stunning it's so beautiful it's such a unique um um ecosystem and it's just so beautiful so that was a good memory of mine that was a long time ago too yeah, I think I was just looking at photos for that yeah. from um, senior slideshow. You definitely were because I sent you a lot of them, <laughs> <laughs> and they're terrifying. Yeah, a lot of them are really scary. So different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. I can go. I've had a few, but I think that the I've had a few that are, have been very formative. But I guess I can talk about my Channel Islands trip freshman year, just because I I've talked about this a lot recently. I guess just because I feel in my senior year, like I've needed to reflect a lot on where, how far I've come since freshman year. But on my Channel Islands trip, I was able to be someone who I, I wasn't for a long time freshman year. And I definitely struggled at Santa Clara a lot, like the two of you both said. And so coming on a trip and just like being outdoors and reconnecting with both myself and nature was really formative for me. And also meeting people who liked to do more than drinking was really incredible and I was able to have some pretty profound conversations and after that trip a lot of everyone on my trip uh, went through a really hard time and so that brought us even closer together just because I don't know I think when you go through hard things with people that you're around especially people that I was around in a space that made us so close so quickly then that experience brought us even closer together and really changed my trajectory at Santa Clara. I wish that we hadn't gone through all of that together, but I think that it did really impact how I saw myself, I guess. And then 
I obviously applied for the leadership team after that. So you talked about like going through hard times and a lot of you spoke about what you have learned from Into the Wild. So maybe you guys could talk about like some concrete skills that you have learned being a leader. Yeah, I think definitely. And it came pretty much just, I think, this last summer and coming into this year as a senior, really now just finding like my leadership style and ability, um, which I've kind of found to be a more a of a kind of promoting other people to to shine and like being able to let people take authority in a trip because there's so many circumstances where people come on trips realizing that they're capable of like so much more than what they originally thought, especially while like camping and a lot of times when we do like beginner trips and um, these kind of trips that are catered to people who may not have as much outdoors experience showing them and being able to let them like take authority over certain parts of like trips is like really, I think um, a growth point for a lot of people and they come out of it um, having a lot of good experience. Some examples like, Oh, like letting, um, your participants cook dinner rather than like the leaders doing it. It's something I've always, always done. And it's like, oh, sometimes it's people's like first time chopping like onions or chopping peppers. And they're like, wow, I didn't know I could chop <laughs> an onion or pepper. Um, so small things like that, letting people kind of take lead while hiking on a trail, um, kind of giving people little moments of leadership kind of, um, I think is a very concrete like leadership example that I've really learned. I've learned a lot. I think Kate, has honestly taught me so much this year about like how to work with people in a upper position um before this because of covid i never like had a huge role and then this year i was the director of risk and safety which meant making sure like every trip went smoothly and um being on like or just being part of like the broader executive team we have a lot of conversations about how into the wild um, is organized and like how we do things and I just realized how important it is to like value what everyone does because it's not what everyone sees outside of Into the Wild is just us like going you know camping every weekend which is awesome but there's so much underneath it it's just the tip of the iceberg you know like underneath that we do so much other stuff and this year like I got that really clarified to me um, through some stuff that we went through Jules you and I went through a lot of stuff this year and um yeah like Kate was saying like I'm very thankful for it but I, I like I wish we didn't have to go through it but I'm very thankful that we did because we learned a lot together totally and I think I also learned just keeping in perspective what our organization offers is trips for undergraduate students and for, besides like we do a lot of work behind the scenes but in the end just remembering what we provide for students is enough to keep going and work through all of that so I think that I've learned three, I guess, main things from Into the Wild. Most of them have happened this year. So I think the first is the importance of delegation. I used to be someone who did everything because I'm a perfectionist, but you can't let perfection be the enemy of the good. And so by allowing other people to do things, even if they don't do them exactly how I wanted them to be done, um, or at maybe the level, they're at least getting done and it took a lot of pressure off myself. And I realized at the end of the day that it doesn't really matter how things get done as long as they do. So releasing those reins was something that I learned this year that was really challenging for me to learn. But ultimately, when you delegate to people, it is really empowering, I think. And that's something that I hope to carry with me. I'm sure it's a lesson that I'll continue to learn over the next few years. But my second lesson is that 
everything is malleable. And if things don't work, then you can change them. And if it doesn't work when you change them, then you can change them back. But by kind of staying stagnant, you can't achieve the levels or the goals that you want to. And so there's no harm in trying. And if you don't, then you can just go back to whatever or try a different thing. The third lesson I learned is everyone's super weird and everyone wants to be weird. And the people that aren't weird are the least interesting people ever. (laughs) And Into the Wild, the last four years has really given me the outlet to just be kind of the most authentic version of myself in a really weird and zany way. And I really appreciate the group of leaders that builds me up for doing that rather than tearing me down because they might be embarrassed about how we're all acting together. (laughs) But I do think that that's really special because it gives everyone the opportunity to be themselves in a way that I felt like for a long time I couldn't be in other areas of Santa Clara because there was kind of the, the stigma against being a little bit more weird. Like I kind of felt like I always had to be as normal as possible, do the normal things. Like, and I realized that people don't really like those types of people. And when you're fun and having fun, then others have fun around you. So thank you for giving me that outlet. So it's been really fun to hear about like what you guys have gained personally and into the wild. Um, As a class, I know that you guys have accomplished so much in terms of how you've impacted into the wild and made some changes and we'd love to hear about how you believe you have left an impact on into the wild as a class of leaders yeah to add on to that you've had a really unique experience because much of your time with into the wild was virtual and then you also had the unique experience of transitioning the organization back into running trips which had been paused for most of like 2020 so what, yeah, I guess reiterating what Lauren just said, but what impact do you believe you left at Santa Clara? I think going off of what you just said, Jules, about coming back from COVID, I honestly do think that that transition year of coming back from that year and a half off will and has been, at least in my point of view, our biggest impact on this organization. There's been so many things and we actually just had our alumni retreat and there's so many alumni that when we tell them what we still do, and the kind of the traditions we carry, we still carry, they are like so happy and they were so grateful to hear that we still continue on. And I think part of that coming back from COVID was making sure that a lot of the things that not only made into the wild as an organization, but what made into the wild as like a community of people as leaders, um, keeping those going and making sure that the things we had been doing when we came on as first years um, that were kind of instilled in us and like the things we did every year were also then also instilled into our newest generations of leaders um, because I mean those things could have easily gotten so lost within that year of being online where we really didn't um, do many things so I think just kind of that tradition of into the wild has been what I see as like the biggest legacy that our class will be leaving. I personally think that um I think we've made a huge impact, but I want to make more of an impact because I think we noticed this year coming back from COVID that a lot of people weren't as involved as we had hoped. And personally for us, freshman year, a lot of us were going to transfer if Into the Wild wasn't a thing. And if we weren't able to get off campus sometimes and leave our tiny rooms and swig and just like, you know, get outside and enjoy nature. So Jules and Lauren, you are sophomores and it's incredible that you guys are part of Into the Wild. And You guys recently started an initiative to get sophomores more involved. You put up posters to make sure that people are coming on trips. And I just hope that we can like continue that legacy because 
Into the Wild touched us so much and we want to make sure that we can give back that love and that energy that that we got from it so um I think that this question kind of struck a chord with me because in my position interview last year I was asked what I wanted to do this year in whatever position um I held and my answer was pretty simple it was to leave the club in a better place than I found it and a better place than it was last year and I only wish that I did that and I hope to see it continue to grow in the next few years and beyond. As sophomores we can definitely affirm that you guys have left a lasting impact on us and we hope to use you guys as inspiration during our time here that we have left. Um, on that note, where do you want to see Into the Wild go from here? I want to see the school place more of an emphasis on the importance of Into the Wild, specifically in terms of trip safety and making sure that we have the resources that we need to lead and run safe trips for participants and expand the scope of the people that we serve. I think that a lot of CSOs right now, and this is kind of seeming political in terms of school-wise, but a lot of CSOs have been kind of left to their own devices, especially coming back from the pandemic. It was hard enough to return and seeing all of the faculty so overwhelmed and unable to kind of devote their whole selves to supporting CSO leaders, sorry, was kind of frustrating. So I think within the wild and other student organizations, there needs to be a lot more support for us because I'm really happy that we got to the point that we did, but it, it was a lot of work to come back from the pandemic. And like Saunders was saying earlier, people think that we just go on camping trips, but when you go into the backcountry, there's a lot of risk associated with that. And so making sure that we really do have all of those resources that we need is going to be really very important. And I would also like to see further funding for our program so that we can expand the number of people that our trips go to because we have this opportunity to impact so many first-year students on adventure trips. We don't have the capacity as an organization right now to outreach to more than 50 people. And we had 300 applications this year, which is incredible. And I hope that in the future that that program really expands because I think it could be so formative for people coming into college and being really nervous. And it can, even if you're not friends with those people a week after orientation, you have a friendly face to say hi to. So. Can I ask you more about that? So how do you see us pursuing that if we only have the same amount of leaders and not expanding like the leader, the amount of leaders, because the reason why Into the Wild is so successful and close is because we have that like really tight knit group. And I also see the impact that Adventure Trips has, but we can't have that many if we only have a certain amount of leaders. Yeah, I think that's such a good question. And it's something that I thought about a lot this year and throughout the summer. There's an opportunity for Into the Wild to expand not only our participants, but our leaders. And that doesn't necessarily mean that our leadership team expands. I think that the opportunity for the adventure trip program is really to become an offshoot of Into the Wild rather than part of the core of its organization. So the goal for that would be to bring on leaders specifically for adventure trips so that we could expand the number of trips that we lead, but not necessarily expand the regular Into the Wild leadership team. There's so many incredible leaders on our campus that don't have time to be full Into the Wild leaders, 
but would be phenomenal at leading trips. And so by giving them the opportunity to go through a smaller training process to be able to lead adventure trips, that would give them the opportunity to lead adventure trips and also pursue all of the other amazing opportunities that they have on campus without having the commitment of Into the Wild. And by doing that, you also expand this incredible community that we have created by, because I think that a lot of times we're like, oh, Into the Wild helps participants, but really I think that we're the biggest beneficiaries of Into the Wild. And by giving other people that opportunity, I think that that would be really special. But there, like I was saying with resources, there's a lot that needs to be done in terms of um, increasing resources for that to come to fruition. Yeah, so why is it important for the university to invest and support Into the Wild? In terms of adventure trips, that's important because you have to make sure that they're run safely if we're leading 300 people. It's impossible for leaders who are on the ground leading to be able to if like troubleshoot, essentially, if things go wrong. And so we would need further support from the university for that, so further funding for those trips to actually be able to run in terms of permits, food, transportation costs, etc. And we also need help planning those trips and training the kind of like adventure trip leaders, because that's also out of the scope. Like you were saying, Jules, our leadership team is small and we're already pretty overburdened with our workload. I think a lot of us take it on in full stride and I appreciated that in the leadership position that I had this year and it was really inspiring to see that but I don't want to say it's impossible but it's it's very unlikely that any of that would happen especially in the near future without further support I don't know if you two have anything else to add on that it was more of my kind of personal initiative that I took on but I would love to hear comments no I agree I also want to say that in the fall there was a spotlight put on the school in terms of lack of mental health resources um, a lot of people were struggling and a lot of people struggle in general at college. I think Santa Clara is one of those schools where it's a very like work hard, play hard mentality, which can work for some people. But for most of the people, including a lot of us, like that just doesn't work if you're just working on school and then going out on the weekends and ignoring everything else. What you need is some kind of escape in community. Um, and Into the Wild has been a resource for a lot of people for that, just getting off campus like even once a quarter and just being able to like be away from your phone and sit in nature is so important. So if the school gave us more attention and more funding and understood that like a lot of people go to Santa Clara because of Into the Wild and a lot of people stay at Santa Clara because of Into the Wild, they need to give us more attention because of that. So this is something also that we talked about sophomore year mostly and it didn't happen as much because we returned to school or we went home for COVID, but there is a lot of pressure put on leaders after trips to, because we create an incredible community on our trips. And sometimes after it can be really challenging to maintain that, especially when we have our own friends, our own school workloads, et cetera, things that we have to do for the organization. And something else that I would like to see is really a further connection between Into the Wild and resources for mental health specifically resources where if we find out, because a lot of our participants disclose really um, intimate and, I don't know, important information, um, and they're able, I think the outdoors just gives us the opportunity to be very vulnerable with one another, and when those things happen, sometimes it's really hard to hold that emotional load, especially as people, 
we have our own things that we're dealing with and going through. So I would like to see a further connection between Into the Wild and somewhere where we can send people or participants who we know might be going through something or might need additional help that we might not be able to provide. Yeah. Yeah, Saunders, I wanted to, I was reflecting on my experience this past fall and I had a pretty hard time along with a lot of other underclassmen, I think for sure, freshmen and sophomores were just coming back into college and had no idea what to expect and a lot of tragedies happened and like specifically something happened on campus that was really hard to just internalize and I luckily had a connection with upperclassmen and into the wild so I had an outlet and people to go to and then they gave me other resources but um it was kind of disheartening to see a lot of the underclassmen struggle and not know what to do. And I think Into the Wild could have and was a great opportunity for students to get off campus. But I think if more resources and we had gotten that grasp on the underclassmen earlier, it could have um, really impacted the underclassmen's struggles in the fall. So as you graduate, how do you think your time in Into the Wild and like the skills that you learned, both hard and soft, are going to help you post-grad? For me, Into the Wild made me realize that I thrive by working with people who are similarly driven to myself and who inspire me. I have found that I can pretty much work on anything and be passionate about anything as long as the people who are around me are people that challenge me to be a better version of myself and to put forth work that is to my best ability. And in whatever I do in the future, I know that because of this organization, I will seek out people who also like strive to do great things. Um, I think that a quote that's stuck with me recently is you never know what's enough until you have too much. And don't know that I've found too much yet, but I do know when that I can keep asking for more because everyone here has provided me with that. Something for me that will definitely carry over after my time in college at Into the Wild is for sure my desire to serve people, especially in places that are so important to me. Um, over the last summer, um, shout out Overland Summers. Um, I was a trip leader for them um, in Washington, and I led groups of high school students on a big outdoors trips for six weeks. And that kind of experience helped also form this just love to serve people. Um, I'm possibly pursuing a ski patrol position, which is also another um, thing that kind of has formed through me being into the wild and just wanting to stay outdoors and help others. Mine is really similar to yours, Nick. So um, yeah, I just, throughout my life, I've always wanted to help people. And I knew I always wanted to, to study medicine and work in medicine. And that's what I'll be doing next year um, in Portland. And into the wild just taught me like how to do that and how important community is, how important getting outside is and how, you know, the connections and the even just like the small interactions and a, a simple smile you know can just like make such a positive positive impact on people um so yeah i have one more sorry <laughs> um i think that into the wild 
taught me that, and we talked about this in the intro of the podcast, but the importance of suffering experiences. I know that suffering isn't a word, but that's the best <laughs> term that I think that I can use to describe it. When we challenge ourselves in, in our bodies physically, and I guess mentally, but through Into the Wild, I think a lot of it has been physical challenges that we've faced and challenging one another to these physical challenges. I know this fall, I ran a half marathon with one of my fellow Into the Wild leaders who's a junior. Um, shout out DJ, runner girl. <laughs> um, but she's training for a marathon right now and is super inspiring. But it reminded me of the fact that we can learn so many things about ourselves through experiences that challenge us and that are horrible in the moment. Some of the, I've had some of the worst experiences with Into the Wild in terms of suffering and being super uncomfortable and just wanting to sit down in a ball and cry. But through those, you realize how resilient you can be and the ways that you can do things that you never, ever thought that you would and how that can shape how strong you are in the future. We can ask you questions. Ooh. Yeah. If, oh, sure. If you guys want to ask us any questions, go ahead. <laughs> what impact do you two hope to have in the next two years? And how do you think, um, I guess your experience just this year being in person finally has um, shaped that? Yeah, honestly, I would say that the biggest thing I feel compelled to do right now is just get Into the Wild's name back out there for underclassmen. Uh, still, people do not know how to sign up for trips. Um, I think COVID just was really difficult because for you, it sounded like you entered college and Into the Wild was very um, a very like present part of campus. And I think we're getting there. Um, but we're still, we still have work to do with that. Um, and I definitely hope that for the incoming freshmen next year, um, they feel that same presence of Into the Wild leaders that you guys felt when you entered campus. Yeah, similar to Lauren, um, I definitely wanna maintain the community that Into the Wild fosters and the tight-knit relationship that all of the leaders have and it's had such a profound and positive impact on me and I know that's unique to a leader experience with Into the Wild but I know that we also have a similar impact on participants even though it's just like a weekend or even a day trip and most recently like this past spring I know we've had a lot more of like an influx of applications to go on trips which is really great and I just hope to continue that passion and drive and want to go outdoors because I think a lot of people still like they'll come up to like me or Lauren or any of the underclassmen and be like, oh, it's so cool that you're in Into the Wild. Like, I really wish I could go on a trip. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you can go on one. <laughs> like, so um, just maintaining that zest and love for the outdoors I also think that it's interesting because I know that a lot of people know about Into the Wild and like you just said so many people are like I wish I could go on a trip but this this isn't this but that first step in signing up for a trip is super crucial so I think continuing to have conversations on an individual basis with people who could be participants is really important and just reassuring them that on 
trips that we lead, you don't have to go with a friend and you're not going to miss out on something on campus if you go away for a night. I know that a lot of people have a lot of fear of missing out and that's something that I definitely felt when I was a freshman in my first trip because I went on spring break and all of my friends were going to Malibu and it was the best decision that I have made at Santa Clara because it opened the door to so many other opportunities. So you might miss a day party, you might miss a dinner with a friend at some point, but those things are always available and into the wild trips, I think often each trip is very unique. So it's kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity, even though it might not seem like that at points, um, they are truly very special. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I always think about it. There's this analogy is you can bring a horse to the water, but you can't make it drink the water. Mm. So as much as we can convince people that into the wild trips are really great and you should go on them and you don't, you don't need a friend, like those, that, those words are truth and you really should try it because there's only so much we can do to help you guys sign up. We are trying to make them free and accessible to everybody. That's another initiative mm-hmm. that hopefully we will be able to pursue with our time at Santa Clara. Lead any trip, day trip, overnight, or spring break trip that could possibly come to fruition in your next two years, what would you want to lead? I just came up with this idea, but I would love to lead a sailing trip. Um, <laughs> like under the Golden Gate Bridge, that just sounds like a dream. Um, I was up in the city this weekend and it just, I don't know, it spoke to me. I grew up sailing at summer camp. Um, I think that that, I think that Into the Wild has the capacity to kind of tap into these more niche outdoor activities as great as going on hikes and backpacking is. Um, it can also be really exciting to reach other parts of outdoor recreation. So I think a sailing trip or expanding the rafting trip that we did this past spring would be super neat. I mean, I love just leading like regular physically intense trips that are just really accessible to everybody and are cheaper. But that being said, there's also that really awesome opportunity to go somewhere that you would have never had the chance to go. For example, I went to Kauai and I most likely wouldn't have like gone on the Kalalau Trail and hiked that if it wasn't for Into the Wild. And I know a lot of other participants as well. So I think maybe international is pushing it at the moment, but um, going somewhere really crazy is just a unique experience that you have in like taking a flight or a really long drive, like the Sawtooth. Um, is it National Forest? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Saw mountain range. Mountain range. Yeah, I think. Um, but like going somewhere really far is also a really incredible experience. And you're somewhere so foreign that you kind of are bound to develop a connection within your group because you're all somewhere that you're not familiar with when, you know, like Big Sur, we're all pretty familiar with that. And those are all really amazing ideas. Okay, I have another question. And you guys can answer this one too. What is your favorite Into the Wild tradition, and what is a tradition that you would like to see in the future, or one that has already happened that maybe we don't do anymore, but favorite current one, and one that you would add if you could? Um, I don't know if this is a tradition, but I experienced it this year. Um, the night, I didn't actually even, I didn't uh, go on a spring break trip, but uh, right after spring break, um, the seniors invited all the participants over to their house um and I just had so much fun talking with all the participants and 
um, they were intermixing with their trips, telling stories. And it was just like the sweetest thing to realize for them all to realize that they had all of these really great friends and that they were going to stick here during their time here. Um, and then they also could make friends with the other people that had different experiences on different trips, but were definitely taking away similar um, takeaways. So that was just, it was just really heartwarming. So that was my favorite um, tradition that I experienced this year. Um, I have two traditions that are my favorite. The first one is we have a fun experience where we get to do a lot of silly things together that are a little bit outside of our comfort zones and they're totally optional but um, we all get together as a leadership team and we go on a retreat and we really test ourselves and our emotional capacity to do something silly in front of everyone that we might not feel comfortable with but I always leave retreats with a newfound like honest relationship with my co-leaders and also another tradition that I love is the tradition of writing letters to the seniors as well as we have two opportunities to write letters to people one to the incoming leaders and then one to the graduating leaders and there's such an importance in reflection and acknowledging what people have done and I have a really hard time reflecting because I've had I think just because I've had such a great time that it's hard to go back and think about everything that I like, love and appreciate. And it's pushed me to do that, so. Um, on a like more lighthearted note, this is something that has been in the works in my brain for a couple weeks and I definitely wanna implement next year if possible. Um, on the note of what Kate was talking about earlier of just being weird and zany together, I wanna see an Into the Wild Field Day on campus. I want to, I think it would be so cool to help people realize that like any form of just being outside and being weird together and laughing and having fun um, can happen even here on campus. So I think that that's something that would make a lot of sense for us to sponsor and to organize. So I definitely want to see that. Okay. Favorite traditions and something that you wish was a tradition or like maybe something that happened once that you wish continued. Um, I can answer a favorite tradition more quickly. Um, I was going to say retreats similar to Jules is definitely such a unique and just formative experience. We go on three a quarter, um, and they are totally sober and we <coughs> get to have these experiences where we don't need kind of that like backup comfort that a lot of people sometimes find in like substances that like allow them to be in like uncomfortable situations and like let them be just like weird and I think nowadays like can you talk a little bit about the uncomfortable situations because you've both been alluding to it I think that yeah, we should just tell we, everyone what we're we, talking about because it's <laughs> I don't know. We, uh, we, we, we play this game called tasks and all the seniors get together and we just write funny it's kind of like truth or dare but mostly just dares um, dare. Da it's dare. It's truth or dare, <laughs> but only dare. One um, example is like switch clothes with this person. So a lot of it is like putting on someone else's clothes that like you would never wear. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it works out and it's like not that weird. Both people are wearing like sweatshirts, but sometimes it's very funny. And so that one is, I don't know. That's oh, or as a small little freshman having to like hummus out of the president's belly button was also another mm. task that I might be referring to. <laughs>
Um, but yeah, just kind of going down to like our most like basic selves and just being funny, fun and talking to each other. We like don't use our phones at all. And just, it's like, I think a core thing that makes the Into the Wild leadership team so successful and then coming back and being able to spend the rest of the quarter leading trips. Um, my favorite tradition is also after adventure trips and also after spring break trips, we like to have people over that are were our participants and they get to all meet each other and hang out with us in a very different setting than being in the outdoors. And it's after we've all showered, which is beautiful. <laughs> um, and that's just the best time because especially after adventure trips, that's your first weekend of college. Mm. It's so much fun. So that's definitely my favorite tradition. And I never actually had one. Um, my freshman year, because I didn't go on an adventure trip, but it's so much fun seeing all the freshmen make connections through that. Um, and in terms of future traditions, I just, I love the more, like, on-campus presence. I think, like, a field day or, like, the outreach things that we do. We have a lot of different events, and people don't tend to show up as much, but having that subtle presence on campus, I think, is so important. So I would like to continue that. I kind of echo everything that everyone said. I was going to say as my potential new tradition to start having something that was school oriented and kind of a huge thing because I think that Santa Clara doesn't have very many whole school traditions. So figuring out something that would encapsulate the whole campus, maybe at the very beginning of the year after adventure trips come back, because then all of the participants would probably come, would be a really great way to introduce first years to campus introduce into the wild to campus and be something that year after year people come back and look forward to at the very beginning of the year even like welcome week and we have funding from the school to do those things in a way that could be really fun um I echo definitely what everyone else said about tasks that's a really great way to be very vulnerable with the people around you and come out the other side looking back fondly even if you didn't enjoy it in the moment very much secondhand fun <laughs> um, type two. yeah oh yeah type two fun and then obviously after coming back together I remember my freshman year that night after spring break I met a lot of people who went on other spring break trips actually including Saunders I kind of I think that I kind of knew you before that but we weren't really friends um but that was an experience that was interesting because I had got to know everyone on my trip really well but it was cool to see that there was this whole plethora of people who I had not met who were also super stoked to have just spent a week not showering and sweating and all dirty I don't know I think that we have really special traditions that are just us um looking forward to one this week kind of it feels weird that it's upon us but that is a really special night, and I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of reflecting more on all of our experience together. Thank you guys so much for coming into the office today. We really appreciated your reflections. Um, if you have anything else you'd like to share about your time in Into the Wild or anything? Um, I just want to thank you two for having us, first of all. Um, and I think that a lot of time recently has been devoted to the seniors and reflecting on our own experience, but... I want to give credit where credit is due and none of us would be able to have accomplished 
anything that we could have without the support of the underclassmen and your drive to enhance this organization and improve it to the best of its ability. Um, I think that often we say that you're supposed to look up to people that are older than you, but I truly have found that the people in this organization who are younger are the ones that I look up to more than I've looked up to anyone because of your enthusiasm for the goals that you pursue. So thank you for inspiring all of us and helping us come back from a really hard time and improve our organization to be something that we can be really proud of stepping away from now. Thank you, Kate. That was very sweet. Um, Want to send us off? Thank you all for listening. We can't wait to continue bringing you more content. Stay tuned for our next episode that will be announced in our weekly emails. Until then, get up, get out, and get wild.